It's time now for the Business Spotlight. It's sponsored today by the SIU Center for Family Medicine. We're talking about a very important subject today, healthcare disparities. Dr. Christopher Smyer is here with us. Doctor, thank you for taking the time. Uh, let's start by just defining the terms. What do we mean by healthcare disparities? So healthcare disparities is a term we use to describe differences in outcomes where one's controlling for a lot of different factors. It seems like race is the only thing that we're seeing a discrepancy in. You know, this is so important. I've seen studies here locally uh, suggesting that uh, these these differences in outcomes can shave as much as eight to 10 years off an individual's life expectancy, depending upon what part of town or what part of the county they live in. That That's major. It is major. And I think one of the important things to understand and be very clear about is these differences, although they do fall along different racial lines, is not something biological, but rather it's more of the racism and the experiences of sort of how our society engages people um, of different ethnicities. It's so frustrating because we have such an abundance of health care here in our community, but it isn't equally available to anyone. I'm guessing part of that is because a lot of times people's access to health care may be tied into their job if their insurance is job-based. Uh, how much of a difference does that make? It makes a, a great difference. I think one of the things we were so appreciative of, of the Affordable Care Act was that it provided a lot of people with insurance and it gave people options to be able to make health care more affordable. I think everyone wants to be healthy everyone wants to do what's best for themselves, their family members, and how we go about sort of having those resources and making them available is really where a lot of the challenges arise. You know, in addition to just the ability to access healthcare, I've seen studies suggesting that once a person's in the healthcare system, uh, that race and, and factors like that can also be a determinant in terms of how seriously a doctor takes a person's complaint. Do they, uh, do they treat them the same if someone's experiencing pain or, or other symptoms? Is that something you have seen in, in your experience? It is something I've seen. I think everyone has to remember that we're all human beings. We're all influenced by society, the different uh, narratives that we see through media and other means and family growing up and et cetera. And so when we do meet patients in the healthcare system, our own biases can definitely come into play. Um, there's a lot of training, a lot of resources available about how do we bring that bias from an unconscious to a very conscious and be active in addressing and, and minimizing it. But I think it's really important that we work on acknowledging it and having open dialogue with our patients to make sure that their values are being understood, respected, and the care they're getting is appropriate. Talking with Dr. Christopher Smyer here, uh, and this is again the Business Spotlight sponsored by the SAU Center for Family Medicine. As we're talking about healthcare disparities, so uh, doctor, you, you mentioned again, it's just uh, people recognizing some of these inherent biases that have been historically in the system, but what else can we do to address these disparities ensure that everyone has equitable access to healthcare? I think the more we talk about it, the more diversity we have within the workforce helps. There's a lot of studies that show that when you have a diverse workforce, a lot of the different cultural norms become normalized and people become more aware and expand their horizon of understanding. And that allows for more communication, better communication, and ultimately better care. We need to advocate for ourselves in the medical community when you're seeing a doctor to speak up for yourself, but it's also uh, so important to have a physician who will be your advocate too. Talk about the benefits of having a, a family medicine doctor as sort of that, that medical home for you uh, to, to help you make sure you're navigating this whole system properly. 
Yeah, I think the benefits of being a family medicine doctor and the reason why I chose to be one was that I didn't like having to tell a patient that that's not a problem that I can address. Now, I'm not addressing all problems directly, but being able to have that accountability and responsibility for making sure they're seeing the right types of doctors for the specific questions and concerns and issues and then following up with them to allow that continuity is so vital. I think the other benefit is that no one sort of lives life alone. And so your social context, your family structure, those dynamics do have an impact and how you can afford what you can afford and overall what your priorities are. And so as a family medicine doctor, being able to see the whole family, take care of the family as a unit allows for more realistic care to be applied to my individual patients. What more can patients do to optimize their health and ensure they're getting the best possible outcomes? I think being okay and being um, comfortable asking questions or speaking up to say this plan doesn't seem viable for whether they're religious, cultural, or financial reasons. I have patients all the time that will call me back to say the medicine prescribed is too expensive for me. And I appreciate that because ultimately I want them to get the best care. And if it's something that's beyond their financial capabilities at the time, that's not a viable plan. And so having that open communication dialogue is so critical so that we can work together to come up with realistic plans. As we talked about the benefits of having a family medicine doctor, anyone who's listening who doesn't have that, how can they go about that? What is the best way to start that process of having someone who can be their their advocate, their support system, can address some of those issues you just talked about? Yes. If you want to come to SIU, you can log on online to go to siumed.org. Um, I am a one of many at the SIU Center for Family Medicine, or you can call 217-545-8000 to schedule an appointment. Dr. Christopher Smyer, SIU Center of Family Medicine, again, siumed.org or 217-545-8000. Doctor, thank you so much for taking the time here to bring this very important discussion to the forefront. We do appreciate it here in the business spotlight on the newsfeed, WMAY on 92.7, 94.7 and 9.70 a.m.